Hello, everybody. This is Steven Zogel. This is the Bare Minimum Podcast. We got Bears vs. Packers, Week 17. Uh, I'm gonna you know, stay positive in the beginning, you know? Bears going to the playoffs. And guess what, folks? When you get to the playoffs, throw the record books out, you know? Everyone's 0-0 zero, zero in my book, you know? Everyone's... Zero zero. It's like it's like a brand new season, where it could end instantly. Isn't that exciting? That's exciting. But yeah, we can get more into the game. Uh, wasn't a very good game by the Bears. Uh, of course, it was a loss. Thirty-five sixteen. Not ideal. Um. And what's really a bummer is just when you look at the stats, the Bears are leading in quite a few categories. Total plays, they had 74 plays versus the Packers' 44 plays. Their time of possession was at 35 minutes and a half versus the Packers' 24 minutes and a half. They had only one penalty versus the Packers' four penalties. Uh, It was just... I mean, that's pretty much what you kind of come to expect. You know, people were talking about, you know, the past four weeks or so, the Bears kind of turned this corner. But it really just kind of seems that they got away with facing crummy teams. Because this was their first big test going into the playoffs, was if they could win this... You know, they, of course, would have gotten in by winning. We got lucky by the the Rams winning, too. But if they were able to beat the Packers this week, I would have to say that a lot of people would feel much more confident going into the playoffs rather than the other way. But like I said, you know, we're in the playoffs now. Everyone's 0-0. Zero, zero. And you just kind of you have to hope that the Bears can pull out some type of miracle, pretty much. Because we're going to be facing the Saints. I mean, when we did face the Saints earlier in the season, we took the Saints to overtime. So I guess you never know with with them. But big factors for me is if Roquan Smith and Darnell Mooney are healthy or not. Because if they can get back to you know to the game i'll be a bit more optimistic about it but if they're both missing mooney was practically our whole entire wide receiver core today robinson only had two catches he was kind of missing in action until like the late third quarter or something so that's pretty concerning because i don't and then also camara he can play for the saints on sunday and I don't know. I personally, I'm not confident in the Bears going to be able to win this game against the Saints. I know it's Drew Brees' corpse is kind of out there, you know, so anything could happen. But I just think it's so we're just kind of outclassed in a way. In terms of quarterbacking, you can clearly see this was a big test for Mitch, and. 
the struggles that everyone has been kind of used to surfaced. It's what we've been seeing all four years. Which struggles against a, you know, actual decent defense. If the Bears get down early and Mitch needs to throw it a lot more, that's just not going to work. Mitch threw 40 times today, and I think 33 were caught, and he had zero touchdowns and one interception. And because that's just not Mitch's game, and like they tried to stick with the run, but at a certain point, you know, you're down 21, and then you're down you know, 28 and, and everything, and you have to start throwing. And the only reason why we had 16 was because we had one touchdown, and then we had tons of field goals by Santos, who shot out Santos because he now holds the Bears franchise record for most consecutive kicks made. So that's cool. But all those points by Santos should have been touchdowns which is a lot easier said than done but I think the Bears had six red zone trips and only one trip resulted in a touchdown and a lot of times it was kind of weird some some drives Nagy would go for it on fourth down like the one where it was an eight minute drive that ultimately ended in nothing because they couldn't convert the last fourth down drive And, I don't know, it's just so, it's so frustrating, because you can kind of see that the offensive play calling is really trying to hide Mitch's weaknesses. There's a lot of fast passes, a lot of short passes, a lot of one-read passes, and... I think they only had one really big shot down the field, and that was to, to Mooney, who made a great adjustment to the ball and caught it. You know, to Mitch's credit, he threw, you know, he got the ball there and everything. But they only did that once. They never tested the Packers, really, down, stretched them down the field or anything. It was always to the left or to the right. I don't, I can't really, there was a fourth down play where Miller caught it in the middle. That was pretty clutch. But in general, yeah, it's not... It, it's painful to see, because this is what the offense has to do in order to even somewhat be successful, is to just do these short passes and, these, and of course, run the ball. Which Montgomery had another terrific day. I think he had over 130 yards from scrimmage. Had a touchdown, the only touchdown of, of the day. Dude is a warrior. He just, he, I thought he got hurt in the first quarter. I thought he was going to be out for the rest of the game. He somehow came back and pretty much had a terrific game. He fights for every down and everything. Uh, Jalen Johnson being out really made it apparent. It seemed like, and this is the other thing about the Bears too, is that their defense just isn't what, it used to be. I think everybody can see that now. We're not getting the turnovers that we used to. We're not getting the pressure and the sacks that we used to. We're not stopping the run like we used to. And pretty much it's just the... I mean, while the offense didn't really help that much in terms of scoring points, the defense really didn't do their job either. They got two 
stops. Well, the Packers had seven total drives on the night, and five out of seven of those drives resulted in touchdowns. And that's obviously just unacceptable. I mean, the players would know that, obviously. Coaches know that, too. But, I mean, those are the type of teams that the Bears are going to be facing in the playoffs. Or team, maybe, except unless we somehow face the Washington football team in terms of offense. But a lot of these teams are going to have really good offenses that can sustain drives, have explosive playmakers. And, it's you know, once you get into the playoffs, teams, they kind of switch that gear, right? They kind of turn on it, and they have a different gear. They get to a different level of play. And I'm not sure if the Bears really have that gear at all. Because it's hard for me to see the Bears doing any other game plan against the Saints other than what they were doing against the Packers. They have to play the time of possession game, which is, to their credit, you know, that's kind of what you have to do. You want to keep Rodgers off the field as long as possible. You want to keep, you know... Drew Brees off the field, of course. And so they want to have these long, sustained drives, but it doesn't help you when the only you can you go eight minutes and you go and you you know you you don't get anything from them because you miss on a fourth down or you have a long drive but you can only get three points because it's that's when it really is just kind of a bummer for the offense because like you can go seven minutes and be playing excellently in terms of just methodically moving the ball down the field but when you just come away with three points and then the other team comes down and marches down gets seven i mean it's just not gonna work out of course In the offense, you know, I mean, defense, excuse me, had three dropped picks, had one sack. Seemed like a lot of the times the touchdown throws were just one versus ones and ones. It seems like Pagano in general doesn't or hasn't really been play calling that well. There was that first long touchdown to Valdez Scantling where they had Trevathan try and guard him with no safety help, which didn't really make any sense. It seemed like Trevathan, they had Trevathan fake that he was going to blitz, then he had to run back and then cover Valdez Scantling, who had a clear just runway to go with. So that, that doesn't really make any sense to me. And it's just, all the defensive play calling is confusing. A lot of, just play calling in general for this team is confusing, and I don't like it. There, I said it. So next week, facing the Saints. Nickelodeon game, by the way. Going to be on Nickelodeon, as well as the local channels. But hey, if you want, maybe I think Spongebob is supposed to be there. So that'd be neat if you want to do that. But going into next week, what we need to see is we need to see these long drives turn into touchdowns. We need to see the Bears defense stop the offense on third down to get off the field. And we also need to see the defense to get some pressure or some turnovers or something. Because they really haven't been generating a lot this season, I feel like. 
that's about it. Another short one, not much to say. Bears lose, but we're going to the playoffs. So there we go. Um, thank you for listening. My name is Steven Zopel. You can find me on Twitter at BearZopel. And the outro song is The Bear Necessities by 8-Bit Jazz. You can find them on YouTube. Thank you for listening.